Back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Great to have you. Woo, there you go. 803, great to have you. I almost cut myself off. Uh, he is the odd man out. He's the outsider to the establishment. But Doug Ford is, in fact, running for the leadership of the PC party. And that is a big problem, as we've been saying, for the party. Not only because his bid is a direct th- threat to the insider of the party, who it kind of just wanted to appoint their own, but he doesn't answer to anyone. No one on Bay Street, but more of the people on, on Main Street. So he's the non-politician here. Someone I think the grassroots could actually get behind and who could possibly shake up the establishment. I sat down earlier and spoke with Doug Ford at length today. Here is what he would, well, vague on details, but here's what he would run on. Doug, you're throwing your hat in the ring. And, uh, you know, the announcement came as no surprise to anyone because, Mm -hmm. as you know, the elites, as you call them, Mm -hmm. had all the jokes written, you know, making fun of you, announcing it in your basement. What do you say to those people who... You know, underestimate you, not to mention mock you for, for wanting to get in. Well, come come by Saturday. Uh, come by Saturday, Toronto Congress Centre, 650 Dixon Road. And uh, they'll take the smile off their face when they see three, 4,000 people there with four days' notice. You know, TVO and, uh, just... They're going to wake up real quick. <laughs> TVO just released some new polling yesterday. Yeah. And it was, you know, it, it, most of Ontarians knew what happened about the scandal with Patrick Brown. Yeah. And 26% people wanted Christine Elliott if given the choice. And they had you at minus 26. What do you say to that? Well, I don't, I don't put any faith into the polls. Uh, let's, let's look at uh, the only poll that counts is on the election day or nomination day, if you want to say that. Uh, all I know is I'm getting massive support across the province. And uh, we're going to sign up a lot of members and we're going to bring this across the finish line. Okay, but how do you do that? You know, you're fighting a narrative that is going to uh, probably dredge up a lot of, of, of old uh, conversations, a lot of old yeah. moments. Um, you know, you're going in with a, a mayor who kind of mocks your mother's basement, and, and everyone kind yeah. of has a thing to say about Doug Ford. How do you, as the, uh, as the one person, I think, running who is not, um, in, you know, you're not attached to any party machine. You're on your yeah. own here. Well, you know something, they can, they can mock my uh, mother's basement, but they've all been there, including the, the mayor, numerous times in, in support of him when he failed as, as leader, but he was in my mother's basement. We had a big event for him. So, you know something, we're, we're going to uh, get a group of folks together on Saturday, and uh, I'll tell you, there's not too many politicians in this country that can get thousands of people on four days' notice. We're going to have them there, and that's a fraction of the team. We're going to uh, start respecting the taxpayers. Alex, we're going to we're going to bring transparency and accountability back to Queens Park, and we all know there hasn't been any transparency or accountability at all. Okay, and, let's talk about that. Let yeah. me stop you there because sure. we hear that line from an awful lot of people. We heard That's it from right. Trudeau. We heard it mm-hmm. from Kathleen. When we hear it from everybody, and then when they get in, mm-hmm. the veil and the, and the the blinds go down. I want to ask you mm-hmm. what you'll do differently because right now the party, yep. you know, led by Vic Fidelli, right now mm-hmm. came out yesterday and said he's got to root out the rot. Last week they had no problem with the two hundred thousand membership. They had no problem with um, the accounting. So. Are you suggesting that there's going to be a complete cleaning of the house? Well, we're going to go in there and uh, do what we did at City Hall. I have a proven track record. I understand the numbers inside and out. I sat on budget at uh, City Hall, the fifth largest budget in uh, Canada, 
and we found a billion dollars of savings. We delivered a 0% tax increase the first year when we went into the CFO's office and he told us that there was $774 million of pressure going into the year and we needed a 25% tax increase. And David Miller kept increasing the taxes. There is so much waste in, in government, no matter if it's the city of Toronto, which we see under Meritory right now, endless waste, budgets are going up a billion dollars. We're paying a billion dollars a month, a month, in servicing the debt. Okay, sure. But here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Vic Fideli has turned the spotlight on his own party and is essentially saying it's corrupt. So, you know, this narrative against mm-hmm. the Liberals can now be used against the PC party. I mean, the executive mm-hmm. is being blamed uh, or accused of not wanting to have a leadership convention at all. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason we may actually see a leadership race is because you have forced their hand. Well, you know, what, what I can say about that, there, there's going to be a lot of changes down there. I'm an outsider, and I, I think we need to bring an outsider in, uh, someone that hasn't been entrenched in, into the uh, into Queen's Park and all the politics. But my main goal is going after the Liberals and Kathleen Wynne. And I call them the McGinty Wynne Liberals that have destroyed this province, that are gouging the middle class. Actually, forget them, not just the middle class. They're gouging everyone. And people are fed, in, they're fed up with sticking their hands in their pocket and there they have Kathleen Wynne's hand in their pocket trying to take their money out. The government always thinks they're smarter, as you know. They're the smartest people on earth. They aren't the smartest people. I believe in putting money back into the taxpayer's pocket. Let them spend it the way they want. Okay, so h- how do you pay for this? How are you going to pay? I mean, the, the fees are mm-hmm. astronomical to even run in this uh, possible leadership, but they'll set the prices, obviously, um, you know, at some point. But how are you going to pay for this kind of campaign? Well, we have a lot of support. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of support. I want to see the rules. I want to see how much we can raise. I'm confident I'm going to raise it uh, very quickly. Are you There's going to be turning of, to Bay Street? I'm, you know, something, whoever's unhappy with the situation there is, I want to unite the party. And that that's going to be challenging, but I will unite the party. We are going to win the next election. We're going to start respecting the taxpayers. And uh, that that's what I'm going to be focused on. And we are going to bring transparency. I have a proven record of bringing transparency and accountability to government. Okay, you had, do have a terrified. track record, though, of being brash and bold and being an outsider, and some <laughs> would say that you have been divisive. So how do you unite a well, party? I've, well, I've talked to, there's 27 uh, members. I've probably talked to uh, 18 of them so far. Uh, I've heard nothing but positive comments, and I'm going to continue talking and reaching out to the other 27 uh, people. But I'm not only just reaching out to them. We're, we're going to win a large majority, in my opinion. And I've reached out to already the, the nominated candidates. And then there's another 31 ridings that still have to nominate a candidate. So that's what our task is going to be. Make sure we get 31 ridings that have representation. And then we're, we're going to move forward as, as a one united team. Okay, so you will do very well, I think, in the greater Toronto area, Scarborough, mm-hmm. Mississauga. There's a huge voice outside of downtown Toronto, yeah, which will absolutely. stick its nose likely up at your run if you become the leader. Yeah. Uh, but you've got to win over other areas of Ontario. Mm-hmm. You've got to win over the North, who feels, you know, that, that feels extraordinarily mm-hmm. ignored. You've got to win over the West, London, Sarnia. These areas are yeah. all screaming mad about not having a voice at Queen's I, Park. I agree, and they haven't had a voice, but I'm going to be their voice. I'm going to be the voice of all the residents of Ontario. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm strong in the 416. We could have had seats in the 416. I ended up getting 350% more votes than every single MPP that ran for the PC party last year when I ran for mayor. We're stronger in the 905. We're even stronger in the 705 and the 519. 
Those are the people we love, the rural folks. They've been ignored. They remind me of the people of Scarborough that have been ignored for year after years and years and years. We're going to start paying attention to the people in the 613-519-705 area code. I know that this party needs women to vote mm-hmm. in order. We know the public sector unions will likely go to Kathleen Wynne. Mm-hmm. That's right. how the arrangement works. But you need to attract women to bolster the vote, and the base needs to be bigger in order for you to win. How do you appeal to women? Um, you know, because a lot of people are suggesting we have to have a woman lead right now to go up against two women. So, so how do you go up against the women in a time where everyone's talking about gender politics? And I don't like mm-hmm. gender politics. I want the best person for the job. But how do you go up against that narrative? Well, first of all, I, I, I think uh, the, the needs of women, men, everyone across the board are, are similar to the point of when, when my wife opens up the hydro bill and, and takes a look at it. You know, that that affects women, men, everyone. When they get gouged on their taxes, that affects everyone. When you hear about billion-dollar boondoggles uh, from from the helicopter scandal, orange helicopter, the e-health billion-dollar boondoggle, to the gas plants, that's what frustrates people, no matter if they're men or women. I'm going to put money back into women's pocket and, and men's pocket. We are in the Me Too mov- movement. You mm-hmm. saw Patrick B- Brown. It brought him down. We yes. have seen countless people brought down by allegations. Mm-hmm. It, it is not a, it's not a partisan issue. This hits both sides of the aisle. That's right. Do you have any concerns? We know how relentless mm-hmm. uh, and dogged uh, media and social media were with mm-hmm. your brother Rob Ford. Yep. Are you concerned that, that you yourself will find yourself in the same kind of controversy as Patrick Brown? Let, let me tell you, there's no family in the history of Canadian politics that was more vetted than us. We're an open book. They've seen a lot of tough things that our family's gone through, but they've also seen a lot of great things that we've done for the community. And that's what we're going to focus on. The media has chased us everywhere. They've been to the cottage down south to my plants in the U.S. They've chased us everywhere. They used to stake us out at our factory over at our house. No one. They even checked my my kindergarten teacher. So no one has been vetted more than the Ford family anywhere. So you're confident that we're not going to have another, you know, scandal. Because you're going to be painted by your opposition. Uh, If you're chosen leader, you're going to be facing a narrative of Trump. Donald Trump. Well, listen, I'm not worried about Donald Trump. I'm worried about the people of Ontario. We're going to get this place humming. We're going to bring jobs back to Ontario. Poor people down in Etobicoke South and at the Campbell Soup uh, facility, Campbell Soup's packing up and they're leaving. They aren't, they aren't staying because the hydro costs are through the roof. The water uh, tax rates are through the roof. Property tax rates are through the roof. And we're supposed to be attracting businesses. We're going to bring businesses back to Ontario. We're going to have the strongest economy in North America. And I say to the people down south, Come up to Ontario. We're going we're gonna to make sure our taxes are lower. We're going to be competitive. And we have the smartest and brightest people in the world right here in Ontario. We're talking to Doug Ford right now, who will be running in the leadership for the PC uh, leader to take us into the possibly the 2018 election. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about, um, you know, your plans for the platform. I know the platform mm-hmm. very well. It's the people's guarantee. Yeah. Do you plan to run on that specific platform? Well, we're going to run on... on vast majority of the platform. What will you take um, and out? I, will you remove the carbon tax? Yeah, we're, we're going to review that carbon tax. I, I think it's a, a, a nasty tax, as I say, but we're going to review that. Uh, but the vast majority of the platform we're going to keep, we're going to make sure that uh, we we focus on the vast majority of that platform. 
there are those that say that platform went way too far to the center. So there's a large part of the base that didn't mm-hmm. like it, but they were mm-hmm. willing to hold their nose and vote for it, given uh, they are so desperate to get rid of Kathleen Wynne. Will you move the far- party further to the right, and will you then go further in cutting, let's say, the waste, which we know there is, but no one mm-hmm. wants to talk about it? Well, I'll talk about it all day long because I know there's waste. There's there's tons of waste. So where would you uh, cut? Down at, at Queen's Park. But again... We're, the, the train, as, as you know, and everyone has seen this, this train's going down the track about 160 miles an hour in the last four or five days. We're going to review the platform from top to bottom, which we've been doing, and we're going to find the waste. And I can guarantee you one thing, I'll be back on here and we're going to be talking about uh, the platform in more depth. Okay, so... But I encourage everyone, I got to tell you, I, I will be saying a few more uh, things about our platform this Saturday uh, at 650 Dixon Road. We're going to have a rally that people have never seen before and uh, come by the Toronto Congress Center. Uh, Center. The, the one thing that, I, you know, we've heard a lot about is that the base is divided. We've got a base mm-hmm. that is made up of all sorts of ethnicities. Pat, one mm-hmm. thing Patrick Brown did do was take that base from 12,000 to what they yep. said was 200,000. I want to know, um, in that base, uh, how do you then bring the base back together, which was feeling very much alienated, the social conservatives, mm-hmm. you have uh, people on the further right who really felt like they had no voice. How do you unite the base? You have to listen to all sides and unite them. And a good government, you, you can't go one way or another. You can't go too far right. You can't go too far left. You have to make sure under a party that you're going to have some people that have different views than others. But we have to sit down and come up with a, a, a plan that's going to work for everyone. And I feel I can do that. You can't please everyone. There'll be those who yeah, are going to look to little, you. You know you have say, a good deal right. when, when the little both sides are disgruntled a little bit. Okay, fair enough. But yep. you're going to have a lot of people that are looking to you and possibly saying, you know what, that Doug Ford could possibly work for us. You're going to get the social conservatives saying, are you going to get rid of the sex sex uh, ed curriculum? Well, we're going we're gonna to review that. Where are you I at think, on that? Well, we're going to review it. And I think the most important thing uh, when it comes to sex ed uh, curriculum is sit down with, number one, the parents. I don't think they sat down with the parents. Sit down with the parents, the teachers, and the experts. That's what I believe. But you feel that there's a need for it? Well, we're, we're going well, to sit down and talk to the, the groups that are involved. Parents are number one. We've had a lot of parents upset about it. I want to hear about it. I want to hear some of their issues, and uh, we'll work on it. Okay. I can promise you that. Let me ask you this. Um, I want to talk about comments that were said by a conservative MP today, and it directly yeah. speaks to what Vic Fideli said yesterday about rooting out the rot. Mm-hmm. In specific, he questioned this membership of 200,000. Mm-hmm. Um, he believes that those numbers, are, you know, that's, an, that's being manipulated so that they can go and investigate and possibly take out anybody they feel might threaten. Are you concerned that the membership will be scrubbed of anybody who, who stands up in their way? Well, again, I, I've heard this from, uh, and I haven't heard the the uh, comments yet, and to be fair to uh, MP Nuttall, but uh, I've heard from a lot of politicians, a lot of politicians in our own party, uh, provincially, I've heard from a lot of politicians uh, on, on the federal side and, and municipally. We have to make some changes uh at Queen's Park. Right, but I get that. But I think there's a lot of people that are concerned mm-hmm. that their membership's going to get t- torn up because they may not be one of the preferred kind of members who are going to well, vote under, in this leadership. Under, under my watch, no membership should be uh, torn up, per se. Everyone, we live in a democratic society. If you want to be able to sign up for, be it the NDP, the Liberals, the Green, or, or the PCs, and hopefully the PCs, that uh, we should we should accept uh 
people's memberships. So Let them voice their opinion. So how concerned are you about opinion. the fact that we've got Vic Fidelli out there saying we've got to investigate this and there's not going to be any transparency on I think I think Vic, um, and I, I didn't hear his comments, but what I believe he is saying there were some false memberships he believed. That's his concern. That, right. That's what I understand. But that opens the door that they yep. could go in and investigate behind closed doors and start removing people's memberships. And I think a lot of people in the membership are saying, well, <laughs> how do I know I won't lose mine? Well, as long as everything matches up, if your address matches up with your name and your phone number, it's very simple. Make the phone call. Look up their address. Make sure everything falls into place. Make sure that, and I've seen this in nominations, you have 40 people living in one home doesn't cut it so again through through a database they can match up addresses versus names and phone numbers and when something doesn't look right they have to make a call last question what's your pitch what are you going to run on if you're well, selected leader I'm, I'm gonna my pitch has always been the same pitch we're gonna take care of the people we're gonna respect the taxpayers we're gonna bring transparency and accountability back to the taxpayers every all the time everywhere people i, I hear it every single day I'm sick and tired of the taxes. They can't afford it. Middle class is being gouged. They're being annihilated. As a matter of fact, not just the middle class. Everyone's being annihilated by these taxes. It's not affordable. We aren't being competitive on a world market when it comes to attracting new companies. Companies are leaving rather than coming. So does that mean you'll get rid of regulations and will you <coughs> lower the minimum wage? We First of all, we are going to get rid of the red tape and the regulations. I can't stand regulations. It's just a bunch of bureaucrats that run you around in circles and circles and circles. I'm used to all the all the regulations. You have to get rid of regulations, make it more competitive for any company in North America. We're competing in a world market now. So we have a, a facility down in the U.S. in in Illinois, which is a overtaxed state, by the way. And if anyone's listening from Illinois, lower your taxes because you're losing business to Wisconsin and Indiana. But we have to make it competitive. We're competing against 50 states and dozens of countries. What what What's attractive to come here in Ontario in this sort of climate? Huge hydro cost, massive property taxes. We're going to address those. And we have to make it competitive and attractive for companies to come to Ontario. We have the brightest and the best people in the world here in Ontario. They, make, they have to make sure that they have a government and I always say government doesn't attract jobs per se, but it gives you the environment to attract jobs. Thank you for sitting down. Thank you.